0: Hi, everybody. Over the past few episodes, Coach Versha, a dating and relationship expert, has been having discovery conversations with first gens looking for help navigating their dating lives. Today, for the final discovery conversation in our series, Coach Versha speaks to Hadar. Hadar is currently dating someone And it's one of the longest romantic relationships he's ever been in. But he's a little bit concerned about making this one last. Let's get into it.
1: I'm Haydar. Uh, I'm a first-gen Cuban-American. I was born in uh, La Habana in Cuba and moved to the States when I was about two, three and yeah, I am uh, work in San Francisco as a mechanical engineer for one of the science museums here.
2: Wonderful. Nice to meet you. I am so excited to jump right in.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. So talk to me about what your relationship goals are long-term, what are you looking for, and what would a dream life really look like for you?
1: Totally. Uh, I think I definitely would like a monogamous relationship, long-term, like, serious type relationship I'm in school I like I have a lot of uh, academic goals Uh, academia seems like something I really want to be involved in my ideal life would definitely be have like a long-term partner that's like very supportive of of my schooling because I'm definitely gonna be in school for a long time that would definitely be the goal for me for sure
2: Okay. Um, What are some of the obstacles that you've experienced so far that have kept you from being able to take things to the next level with someone and really click with someone in a way that'll lead to a long term relationship?
1: Um, The era that we're in definitely makes things harder. Social media and stuff doesn't make anything easier. Just like always kind of like seeing options. That's probably my biggest problem is like always looking for the next thing or maybe there's like something better out there, maybe looking for the one and always being like, well, maybe the person I'm with isn't the one right now. And so I kind of like don't fully invest until I feel like I find the one out there somewhere. So I think yeah, one of the my biggest obstacles is me, just me always being indecisive and always like maybe trying to see what else is out there. What else is out there.
2: And how does that end up affecting your dating? Like, do you end up ghosting people? Do you end up not following through? Is it like something kind of short-term starts and then ends? Or what does it actually look like?
1: Yeah, I think I've done uh, some ghosting in my time dating. Uh, Not all the way proud of that. But yeah, I think... Like right now, I'm in a relationship longer than I have been for a while. We're at like six months-ish right now. And I normally bail before that. Uh, Most of my friends are, you know, been in long-term relationships now. People are starting to get married. And they're like, my friends are like, we want you to be in love, Hadar. We want you to find somebody too. And I was like... I was like, me too. Trust me, I want to too. But I'm also like not in a rush and I'm not going to force something that I don't think feels right. I think now I'm like trying, maybe I used to like, maybe if something just wasn't perfect or something was just like, not, you know, your like left earlobe is bigger than your right earlobe. I would just be like, "Mm, like, gotta go. Like, I gotta go.
2: Yeah. The gist I'm getting so far is that there is either a you know, some sort of relationship to what it means to make a decision and maybe like even a fear of like settling. And then also just making it uh, mean a lot. You know, when you first meet somebody, making every little thing mean so much about you and about them. Um, and it's all really heavy. It yeah. seems like a lot to take in just for some preliminary dating.
1: Totally. yeah, And I think I feel... uh Like that I have had relationships that, you know, sadly didn't work out. But like I felt like head over heels. I was like in love and I was like, oh, my God, this is the person. This is the person. And it didn't work out. So then when I start dating again and start meeting new people, if I don't feel that like, oh, my God, head over heels feeling, it makes me be like, well, if you're not invoking that feeling in me, then. I guess you might not be the person.
0: Hi, everybody. I'm Julie Calantigua, the creator and executive producer of How to Talk to High Achievers About Anything. And I'd like to invite you to be a guest on the show. Every episode, we talk to Black and brown folks striving to do big things and looking for ways to level up. Licensed psychotherapist, Stevan Lewis, offers feedback about aspirational challenges we all face. Things like imposter syndrome, perfectionism, and especially how we define success. We'd love to hear about your triumphs and where you still trip up sometimes. Send our producer, Virginia, an email so she can get your story on the show. She's at virginia at lwcstudios.com.
2: What's up, everybody? I'm Steve-O. Lewis, a licensed psychotherapist and host of How to Talk to Higher Achievers About Anything. I'm excited to share big news. How to talk to high achievers about anything is back. This time I'll be joined by a very special person, someone whose name you know very well.
0: Hi everybody, I'm Juleka Lantigua, founder of LWC Studios.
2: Welcome, Juleka.
0: I'm so excited. And by the way, I'll be taking notes. So many notes.
2: As always, on the show, we get to hear stories from black and brown folks who are out there doing great and amazing things. Then I do my thing of offering some feedback and strategies to help us navigate personal and professional challenges. Together, we'll figure out how to achieve on our own terms.
0: Subscribe to or follow How to Talk to High Achievers about anything everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. On Twitter and Instagram, you can follow the show at Talk to Achievers. Hi, everybody. Juleka here. I'm the host and creator of How to Talk to Mommy and Papi About Anything, and I want to invite you to be on our show. If you're an adult and a child of immigrants from anywhere in the world, I'd love to talk to you about those conversations that are hard but necessary. Things about politics, dating, career, parenting. Seriously, no topic is off limits. Send us an email at hello at talktomommypapi.com and let's get you on the show. That's hello at talk See you soon Right
2: off the top of my head, I just feel like there is a level of happiness that seems to have been stolen from you at some point in your life.
1: Yeah, I, I think I could agree. Just like one of my partners in the past, uh, she seemingly was like head over heels for me too and. I now have like a lightweight trust issue because it's like dating head over heels, feeling, hanging out a bunch for like a month, a month and a half. Uh, And then like a literal light switch, it would just turn off. And then like a year or two later, they would come back in and reach out to me again and be like, Hey, I want to give it another shot with you. Like it was, it's pretty much the same cycle. It happened three times there's definitely
2: some hurt and confusion, right? With this woman um, Uh and with the relationship and how it went. But I'm also noticing there's a pattern of really easily letting things go. This sort of like, let's see how it goes. Like, let's, you know, come. It's There's not a lot of intention going on here. And I'm curious, like, how that might also have a lot to do with this idea of like, seeing what's next. Right. It's like, okay, this didn't work. So let's see what's next. And it's it's kind of like a pattern of like little mini quitting. Okay. This was a little bit hard or like, this just doesn't seem to be working out. And so it's kind of like letting life live you rather than you living the life. And so I'm kind of seeing that. And there might be something in that when it comes to this pattern of like, it not really lasting very long in your relationships.
1: I guess I'm just like, in uh my one of my earlier relationships i was the opposite where i like wouldn't let it go and i didn't necessarily think it was like the most healthy thing uh so then for this like other one where seemingly i'm easy to let go i was like all right like if you don't want to be with me you don't want to be i'm not going to force you to be with me because i didn't want to be how I was before just like if you don't want to be with me you don't want to Mm -hmm. be with me you know
2: yeah okay so there's been two extremes of this for you where you're either taking it too easy or maybe there was a little bit too much eagerness totally what would success in your relationships really look like for you
1: um I guess a success would just be like happily together um me not really like pondering what else is out there Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think like being together for longer than a year or so has been kind of my track record of like Mm relationships-ish.
2: It's kind of my hunch that you might be the kind of person who's very hard on yourself.
1: I, I think there could be some validity to that for sure.
2: You know, when I see this, uh, pattern in with other people as well around just wanting to move on to the next thing not sure if there's something better out there. It's sometimes because if we're really hard on ourselves, we're sometimes also very quick to judge others um, and also avoid our own judgments because we don't want to deal with them on our own, but then perhaps also um, worried that when the other person actually sees us for that real version of ourselves, that they're going to also add on more judgment, which is only going to be even more burdensome and and heavy to bear. Right. And it's much easier mm-hmm. to like close the door and potentially start fresh with someone else.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I think I probably am kind of a harsh judge. So then maybe I hold myself to a high standard. So then I hold somebody else to a high standard. So I guess in regards to like, maybe like quitting and moving on to the next thing is like I also don't want to like waste somebody's time if if I don't feel like I'm like oh like yeah we're gonna be together forever like I don't want to waste somebody's time and I don't want to I don't want to hurt somebody either I don't want to break somebody else's heart or uh, I'm pretty empathetic so I like I don't want to hurt somebody so I try and be really honest and and I'm like, hey, like, I just don't think I see it being like more than like a casual thing. Mm-hmm. And then that bike bumps people out sometimes. But I like try and be honest.
2: Mm-hmm. And so I'm guessing that that type of a conversation happens pretty early on so that you don't hurt them moving forward because you don't know where it's going to go.
1: Yeah, I would say it happens pretty quick. And I've learned to be honest more so than than anything in dating and getting a little older and stuff.
2: I love that. I think that's such an important value and, and to, to be honest, what the catch is here though, is that saying things like, I don't see this going anywhere because you're unsure about the person essentially just means I need more time to know if you're the one. Right. And that's kind of an understood thing, right? Like worrying about how the other person might feel is considerate. But at the same time, what you're doing is your actions are not aligning with the thing that you say you want. So to actually start a relationship by saying like, hey, I don't know where this is going to go. That's fine. Nobody does. Right. But to actually put a hard stop and say like, I'm going to keep this casual directly contradicts saying that you want a serious relationship overall. Right. And so what you might want to consider is like for each choice that you make, each action that you take with anybody that you're dating, no no matter how long you're dating them, you know, is it actually aligning with the overall goal of wanting to be married or wanting to be in this like healthy long term relationship, however you want to define it? Um,
1: It's like more detrimental in terms of. Yeah.
2: And, you know, there is a risk of getting hurt. There's a risk that everybody gets hurt. But by putting that shield up up front... Um, you're also never going to be able to like actually dive in, like from a real place of like connection and love and willingness to try.
1: I guess I would say that like I, in the relationship I'm in right now, I kind of haven't done every single thing that I've said because I'm like something's got to change. Like something's got to be a little bit like more uh, different to try and make this last and. I think you're, pro- you're absolutely right because like it's lasting longer than my previous ones have. Mm-hmm.
2: The other thing that I was going to add to this is that it seems like you're measuring the success of a relationship by some sort of time frame. You mentioned like, you know, having it go longer. I think you mentioned like a year or something like that. And what I'm going to offer to you is to actually measure your success in a relationship with something other than time. Uh, because it, you know, like time is just this thing that we make up and yeah, sure. Maybe a lot of people like to say like after six months to a year, we'll talk about getting more serious. But at the end of the day, that time seems to be something that is disempowering actually. And it feels a little forced on you based on the way that you're saying it. Um, So you might want to take a look at how else can I define it? You know, maybe define the success of the relationship merely on what it feels like to be the person with the person. Like, how long have we sustained happiness? How long have we sustained adventure and fun? And does it matter that now the relationship is six months in? Like, that's merely just a, a fact instead of like focusing on the experience of being with someone. Cause you could be in a year relationship and have a terrible time.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's a good point.
2: Yeah. Thank you for
1: sharing. Yeah. No, thanks for hearing me out.
0: All right. Here's what we learned from Coach Versha. Align your actions with your goal. If the things you do in your dating life are contradicting what you say you want in the big picture, adjust your behavior accordingly. Avoid preemptive quitting. Giving up on a relationship to prevent a partner from judging you is counterproductive. Ease up on the self-judgment and dare to give things a go. And remember... Ignore the calendar. Instead of using time to measure success, try looking at other indicators that things are going well. For example, how much fun, joy, or comfort someone brings into your life. Thank you, Coach Versha. You're amazing. Loved having you for this series. Loved how much experience and wisdom and expertise and insight you brought to the show. You'll definitely be back. We put a link to Versha's website in the show notes. So head on over there so you can learn more about her work as a dating and relationship coach. As always, thank you for listening and thank you for sharing us. How to Talk to Mommy and Pappy About Anything is an original production of LWC Studios. Virginia Lora is the show's producer. Kojin Tashiro is our mixer. Manola Bedoya is our marketing lead. I'm the creator, Juleka Calantigua. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at Papi. Bye, everybody. Same place next week.